It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important story. Out here in Colorado, we had a sex education bill that was passed. It was signed by the governor and put into law. I just can't believe what is happening to uh, public education. The latest in politics and world affairs. We are now using policy that if you don't affirm something, that they use policy then to take away your businesses. Today's current opinions and ideas. Kids are just being bombarded with darkness. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. You know, we need to get back to letting our kids be kids. Uh-oh, guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Leslie, guess what today is. It's hump day. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo, indeed it is hump day. And welcome to the Kim Munson Show. I am Kim Munson. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured. You're valued. You have purpose today. Strive for excellence Take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. You were made for this moment. I get to work with a great team, and that is producer Steve, Zach, Patty, Keith, Charlie, Jen, and all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. Happy Wednesday to you, producer Steve. Yeah. Midweek, hump day, I'm ready. (laughs) Yes, you are, but the time goes so fast, so fast. And uh, it's Wednesday, so that means it's Wings Day at Hooters Restaurants. And uh, you buy 20 wings, you get 10 for free. And that is available for dine-in or to-go. The girls are coming over tonight, even though we're having a little taste of global warming right now. A little, a little chilly uh, driving in today, Steve. <laughs> a little chilly. I saw John Kerry, uh, his vehicle quit, and he was uh, hitching a ride. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. So uh, the girls are coming over tonight. We're going to have some of those Hooters wings. There's five locations here in Colorado in the Front Range. That is Lone Tree, Westminster, Aurora, uh, Loveland, and Colorado Springs. And it is one of my favorite days of the month. It is Liberty Toastmasters Day on the show. In studio with me is the president of Liberty Toastmasters Denver, Rick Rome. It's great to have you here. Kim, thanks for having us. It's always a pleasure to come in on Toastmasters Day and see what we can do to articulate liberty. Well, I saw Brad Beck. Brad Beck was uh, our guest earlier this week, and I missed last week, uh, our last meeting on Saturday, and he said it was awesome. You know, I missed the last meeting on Saturday as well. I was actually getting ready for caucus, which is uh-huh. something I'm hoping to plug a little bit later on in the process, because uh-huh. now is the time to let our voices be heard. Now is the time to let our voices be heard. So, yes, we'll talk about that. Um, and it's just great to have you here. And I can't wait to, to talk with all of our fellow Toastmasters. I always learn something uh, every time that they're on. So great, greatly appreciate that. Check out my website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And, Steve, I have to give the disclaimer. I'm behind on emails again, but I'm going to be working on that this weekend. Okay. Oh, we're going to hold you to it. That was my New Year's resolution, wasn't it? <laughs> You're still paying attention to those? Oh, <laughs> Well, apparently not, but I'm going to work on that. But uh, you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do that. A uh, couple of other things. Natalie Minton is having an event on March 5th for local elected uh, representatives, officials, candidates, and support teams. It's a workshop in the afternoon on March 5th at the Independence Institute. You can find that at uh, coelected.org. Uh, I think it's .org. 
uh, I didn't copy that correctly. So it's CO elected, and it's either .org or .com. And then also tonight at St. Thomas More Catholic Church uh, down in Centennial, there is a Respect Life uh, presentation regarding uh, moral arguments, ways that you can talk with people about the issue of abortion. And Lynn Grandin is going to be speaking on that. We had her on earlier this week, and I think that, that that'll be a great thing as well. So be sure and check that out. Our quote for today, Rick, I, I was trying to think about the, the questions of the day are really really huge questions. Is there a right to violate rights or what is the difference between individual rights and entitlements? So I was trying to think what, what quote to go with on that. Well, the quote that, that we have here is liberty is not collective. It is personal. All liberty is individual liberty. And that's by Calvin Coolidge. And I've often echoed something very similar to that where liberty really is that Sec- that spirit of grace in a secular world. It's very personal to each of us, just like grace touched your heart. Liberty touches each individual, and it's very personal, and it's, and it's very powerful. We've seen such an assault on our liberties right now. And when I look at what's happening up in Canada with these truckers, uh, just wanting to have their voices be heard, it is, it's astounding to me what, what's going on up there, Rick. You know, I was thinking about that over on the way over here as well, Kim, and... The thing that dawned on me is that we have an animal in a corner, and they are most dangerous when they're in a corner. And as a result, we're starting to see them lash out, attacking bank accounts, uh, sending out the the brown shirts and and police uniforms to try and harass people. These are all things that we've seen before in history and all things that are predictable. And I think that with a little bit of courage and the conviction to stand and be heard, we have that opportunity really to quell it right now and, and have that peaceful transition of... Uh, from a pandemic world to uh, a world where we can promote liberty and freedom again. Well, uh, and I agree with you. Uh, I think I think we are looking at, uh, I want to say, a, a rattlesnake in a corner. Mm-hmm. And it is extremely, extremely dangerous. However, uh, the peaceful protesting is inherent in free societies. And so it is unbelievable to me uh, what Justin Trudeau, uh, I'm call, calling him the little tyrant to the north, mm-hmm. has been doing. And uh, I've, I have some uh, colleagues that I know up in Canada, so I'm getting a little bit of information there. But I'm finding the narrative of some Canadians that this is so inconvenient for us that the truckers have uh, gone to Ottawa. It may disrupt our, our supply lines. This is so... This is so um, inconvenient for us. And I was thinking about Atlas Shrugged. Mm-hmm. And on, when Onran said when, uh, that you would be forced to work. You would be forced to do your job. And, and when that is the case, you get substandard results. And freedom is what gives us, the liberty is what gives us the best results. One of the things that I've always lived by, and I encourage young people to live by as well, is follow your bliss. Follow your heart. And that's where your passion comes out. That's where when you, when, well, you'll put your heart into your work. You'll put your heart into everything you do if you're following your heart. And uh, that's where you have to have that personal freedom to make those choices. It's not a caste society where you're born into your father's sins or born into, that, into those relationships and skill sets, uh, we have a choice. We have that ability, and that is the power of this country. Well, and it's the power of this this whole idea. When we we hear many people say, and here in, in America, 
I, I, th- I, I think that there's a, a caged rattlesnake here mm-hmm. as well. And as you mentioned, it takes some courage to actually address that. Mm-hmm. But it can be addressed. Um, but now I've, I lost my train of thought on that. So let's continue on. <laughs> <laughs> so much I wanted to say to you, Rick. Uh, let's see. A couple of things. We always look at these issues. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through this lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. And it's never compassionate. And this really goes right into what we're going to be talking about today. Oh, absolutely. It's never compassionate to take other people's rights, their property, their freedom, or their livelihood via force, whether with a weapon, policy, unpredictable and excessive taxation, fear, coercion, and this latest silent thief, which is government-induced inflation. Hmm. Government inflation is absolutely the joy of my life right now, and I think that it's a, it, a lot of people are feeling the pain. They and, are feeling the and, pain. And I was very young when Carter was in office, but I remember what, what that was like with the gas lines and double-digit inflation, double-digit interest rates. We're talking about a Fed that's going to hike rates four times, five times, seven times. I saw that. We're going to talk with Lauren Levy about that mm-hmm. at the bottom of the hour. Uh, and this is all because of Democrat policies. That is why. And it, and I'm also going to say it's because we have had Republicans that haven't had the guts to address it either. Well, and I hate to say it, but some of them are on board with the policies as long as the Democrats get the blame. It's a sad reality that we have to face, and that's why it's so important for us to be involved at the grassroots and make sure that our voice is heard by these candidates and by our elected officials. Well, and that's why caucus is going to be mm-hmm. so important. And that's March. F- well, there, it's different days for different counties or what? So it's different days for different counties. Uh, state statute requires it to happen between March 1st and March 5th on Saturday. So in Arapahoe County, we're having ours on March 1st. You can go to ArapahoeRepublicans.org to find your caucus location. And get involved. Become a delegate. Talk to these candidates about what's going on. And caucus I used to be a daunting word to me. But it's actually, it's just a meeting. A meeting mm-hmm. of neighbors coming together to talk about what's important to them and electing a delegate that then goes to the county assembly. And then they talk about mm-hmm. what's important from a county standpoint. And then delegates uh, are voted on there that go to the state yep. assembly, correct? That, that's kind of the math of it. What it really comes down to is there's two ways to get on the ballot. You can caucus on through the grassroots and become a delegate. And if you get 30% of the vote of the delegates, you're on the ballot. Or you can petition on and pay $2 a petition. So it's, it's a way for people to get involved in politics without having to spend ridiculous amounts of money. And it's also a way to engage in the community. Okay. So we'll talk a little bit more about that throughout the hour. Let's get to our bill of the day. And this is by uh, Representative uh, Woodrow and Senator Rodriguez. They're both Democrats. House Bill 22-1071, uh, Damages and Class Actions Consumer Protection Act. Oh, my gosh. I think the trial attorneys are just so <laughs> excited about this one. It's concerning, concerning available relief for plaintiffs who prevail in class action under the Colorado Consumer Protection Act. The bill states that in a class action under the the Colorado Consumer Protection Act, a successful plaintiff may recover actual damages, injunctive injunctive relief allowed by law, and reasonable attorney fees and costs. Isn't that an oxymoron, Mm -hmm. Uh, reasonable attorney fees? (laughs) It's a service. (laughs) It's a service. But uh, there is a piece that was in the Complete Colorado by Shane Madsen. 
And just want to run through this. It says, majority Democrats in Colorado's General Assembly are poised to enact yet another government overreach bill based on California law, but this time in the area of anti-business civil litigation. House Bills 1071 passed the House of Representatives on Valentine's Day. What a gift that was. And is now headed to the Senate. Although the bill prints out on only two pages, it has serious and far-reaching implications. And then as we go on down here, I'd recommend that you go check this out. But I thought at the, the very last paragraph is most telling. Would you like to read that last paragraph uh, uh, right here? There you go. Uh, thank you. Uh, the bill is... The bill is sponsored by Representative Stephen Woodrow of Denver, who himself a class action plaintiff's attorney. It goes without saying that Representative Woodrow's business will reap the benefits of passage, but the individual consumer in his district will see no benefit for themselves. Hopefully the Senate comes to its senses. So here we have uh, Woodrow uh, passing legislation where he benefits. Yesterday, or I, we were talking about, um, let's see, which bill was it? That was the, the solar the solar bill, right, Steve? Yeah. And uh, one of the representatives or senators, it was Valdez, I think, uh, mm-hmm. he actually had a solar business. Yeah. Boy, I tell you what, big business and big government, they whatever, like each other. <laughs> whatever happened to conflict of interests? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. A couple of other things I just wanted to mention. Patty is keeping track. Every day she's checking uh, the CDPHE website to check on hospitalizations. Bear in mind that the term vaccinated, now I think it has to be two vaxes and a booster. I think that's the current uh, term for vaccination. So if you've had one vaccination and you're in the hospital, that's not considered that you're vaxxed or two. Uh, So anyway, right now, 38% of the people in the hospital are vaccinated right now. So bear in mind, that means 30% of the people that have have hit that uh, definition of vaccinated, but there are other people that have have had vaccinations that are in the hospital. That's a pretty high number, don't you think, Rick? That's a a spectacular number is what that really comes down to. And what it tells me is that by changing the the term vaccination for for what's actually a therapeutic, and it's a a gene therapeutic that operates on the proteins on on the cell walls, uh, it's it's one of the largest human test trials in history. And, And it's... It's, it's it's remarkable. It's remarkable that it's allowed to happen in a day and age when we really do rely on our, our scientific abilities to make good decisions and, and come up with innovative solutions to the ever-changing climate and problems. Question. What, Producer Steve? Is <clears throat> changing the definition, is that a subset of moving the goalpost? <laughs> I think so. And I. it's so interesting that you guys would bring that up because... On my way in, I was thinking about the battle of the narrative, Mm -hmm. the battle of language. We have seen words that have been been changed. Uh, Weather is now called climate change. And uh, so changing the goalposts, changing the definition has been something that's been very subtle. But we we have to reclaim our language. And that's one of the great things about Liberty Toastmasters. It, it truly is the ability to master the language that gives us our ability, that separates us from the animals, that and our thumbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but being able to articulate a thought and clarity and build upon those ideas and interact with each other in a, in a more sophisticated way than just grunting at each other is, is really what separates us from the animals as far as... 
our existence in this corporeal form. Well, I kind of think you could look yeah. at Congress. I think they're kind of yeah. grunting each other right now. Yeah, well, you know, so so is the grassroots. <laughs> <laughs> true that, true that. A couple of things before we get to break here. That website for Natalie Minton's, and this is really important. This is, so when I was on city council, uh, there is a, 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 an organization called the Colorado Municipal League. And many of our towns, our municipalities, belong to the Colorado Municipal League. And it's supposedly something to bring bring uh, towns and cities, the, the um, representatives, together to talk about policy. But it's actually a lobbying group. And what I find interesting is many electeds, when, when they get into office, local level, they forget that they're actually representing their neighbors. And they think they're working for the town or the city, and one of their jobs is to um, try to grow revenue through tax, uh, you know, additional mm-hmm. taxes, fees. And the Colorado Municipal League leans really far to the left, and they immediately bring in all of all of the electeds, or many of the electeds throughout the, the uh, state. They have a big a conference in the summer up in the mountains and really I, there was indoctrination on a variety of things so natalie minton has started this totally grassroots to actually address that and and help newly elected uh, representatives people that want to run for office or their staff to navigate through working with staff at the city council level Um, a variety of different things and so i would highly recommend anybody that's thinking about public office attend and that uh, website is coelected.com thank you steve coelected.com before we get to break one other thing i just wanted wanted to mention and this is from the colorado sun xl energy rate hikes would raise utility bills up to 18 dollars per month and they're not done yet. We'll talk about that some more. But again, it's because of public policy uh, trying to get us off of fossil fuels, which are reliable, efficient, affordable, and abundant, pushing us into something that is not reliable, efficient, affordable, or abundant. And um, I thought it was supposed to be cheaper. And guess what? It's not. Mm-hmm. Any comments, Rick, before we go to go to break? The only comment I'd say is that Tesla and, and Westinghouse had this fight years ago when they were arguing about alternating versus DC current, and we found out that batteries are a really inefficient way to store power. And also, did you know that it, uh, the, the a electric car battery is a thousand pounds? Mm-hmm. Think what that is doing to our roads. And nobody has an honest conversation about uh, what we're going to do with those batteries when they don't work anymore. And the lithium is only five percent recyclable. Okay. You heard it here. So, hey, let's go to break. In studio with me is Rick Rome. He is the president of Liberty Toastmasters Denver. And when we come back, we're going to be talking with some of our fellow members. We have Anthony Hartsook on the line. He's actually running for office, HD44, I think it is. I believe it is. God bless him, and I hope he gets it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're going to go to break. We'll be right back. Home ownership and private property rights help you build wealth for you and your family. REMAX Alliance award-winning realtor Karen Levine understands this. Supply is super tight right now. This is why you need a seasoned professional with excellent negotiating skills on your side of the table, whether buying or selling an existing home or buying a new build. As a member of the National Association of Realtors Board of Directors, Karen Levine volunteers hours of her time to help you build your American dream. 
Call her today at 303-877-7516. Again, that's 303-877-7516. All of Kim's sponsors are an inclusive partnership with Kim and are not affiliated with or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the Kim Munson Show and grow your business, contact Kim at her website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I am Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson.com as well. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. I greatly appreciate it. In studio with me is Rick Rome. He is the president of Liberty Toastmasters Denver. Before we get into all of this, I want to give a shout out to Kirsch Insurance Group. Uh, They're great sponsors of the show. They're specialists in the Medicare arena. And we're in an open enrollment period right now, January 1st through the end of March. And like anything with government, it's so complicated. You need to have a professional help you with that. Medicare uh, premiums have gone up significantly. Kirsch Insurance Group uh, very possibly may be able to help you save money on that and have great coverage. So check out their website. That is ikirsch, I-K-I-R-S-C-H.com, and uh, um, I know that they can help you. Okay, Rick Rome, President, Liberty Toastmasters Denver. We've got some of our colleagues on the line. You want to start it? Today we are talking about the rights to violate rights, and our first guest today is Anthony Hartsick. And and uh, Anthony, what would you like to say as to your future constituency about the right to violate rights? Hey, good morning, Kim and Rick. How's everybody doing on this below zero morning out there? <laughs> Happy climate change to you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you know that's a. You guys, know, I was looking at that question. That to me the. You look at the question of, is there a right to violate rights? And the simple short answer is no. We do, however, have the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution, kind of summed up as the due process clause that states, hey, if you do something wrong and you go through the due process of probable cause and affidavit, the judge, et cetera, et cetera, yes, then you can be arrested and put on trial, but then there's still other rights that you are entitled to, even as being accused, not convicted, but accused, that, that you have to follow. That has been existence since our country. And yet we have seen repeatedly, most recently up in Canada with the truckers, they just extended the emergency powers. Now they're going after financial institutions and bank accounts of people that are just associated with these people. Nothing being accused of doing wrong, but simply associated with people. We are seeing the same things here for the last two years in Colorado, where businesses were shut down that were deemed not essential. Their accounts were frozen, their businesses' licenses were taken, liquor licenses, etc. That was all taken from them without due process, simply because somebody, in this case, the governor said so. The legislature continues to rubber stamps. Then you look at the other things that go on. Let's just take the CDC the other day, changes the age. And, and the relation to this is when they change the age for kids to learn 50 words, they're saying because of a mask, and so you can't see. Kids used to learn by watching their parents and teachers move their mouths. Well, now you can't see that, so we're going to change these rules. Well, where's the due process for these kids? I mean, all of these are ethical, moral, and, and actually legal questions that were violating you know, rights, right and left, and what happened to the due process? Anthony, I think you've nailed it. Due process is so important. It's inherent in our Constitution. 
And uh, I was at a meeting recently. A presenter was talking about these masks on children. And they said that uh, some of these kids, when when they're told to draw a picture of, of a face, remember when we were kids, eyes, nose, mouth, now they're just drawing eyes. It breaks my heart on that. Hey, Anthony, I know you're running for uh, House District, Colorado House District 44. How can people get more information about you? My website is anthonyhartsook.com. The last name is H-A-R-T-S-O-O-K. It lays out the issues and uh, ways to donate support. We're actually doing a a series of meet and greets and fundraisers. Some of that stuff will be posted. You can also email me uh, at anthony at anthonyhartsook.com for emails. That's all on the website. But that platform I'm running on is for families and businesses first. We've got to get back to their rights to, to raise their kids, attend their, their churches of worship, run their businesses as they see fit, not have government force shutting them down for arbitrary reasons. Well, and, you know, I've thought a lot about that, Anthony, and I've used the word a lot many times to say to, to get back. And I've, I've realized, I think I want to say, we need to reclaim that. We need to reclaim it because it's been taken from us, Anthony. So thanks so much. Again, one more time, what's that website? The website is anthonyhartsook.com. Thanks so much, Anthony. Thanks, Kim. Have a great day. Okay. Our next speaker is a member of our Liberty Toastmasters North Club, and he's also been a former president, and I believe he's also an activist in his community, Marshall Dawson. Marshall, what do you have to say about the right to violate rights? Well, good morning, Rick. Good morning, Kim. Before I get started, I wanted to say that our caucus in Boulder County is also March 1st. If you're a registered Republican, you can go to bocogop.org and sign up there, find your locations. And the Democrats up here are doing theirs virtual. <laughs> now, <laughs> why kind of why am I not surprised? <laughs> <laughs> I know it. I know. A couple of weekends ago, we heard a, a really interesting speaker, Lawrence Jones. He's a, a, a black man. He's a commentator on Fox News. And he had a phrase that was that, that really resonated with me. It's not, it's not that we are systemically racist, it's that we are systemically progressive. And he's absolutely right. I mean, if, if, if our arguments, right, if our reason and our logic was doing such a great job, we wouldn't be in the progressive environment that we're in right now. So I want us to all have a duty to say stop when we're making these arguments. So let's suspend for a moment our normal arguments that the Constitution is there to protect our rights, Let's ignore for now that entitlements can only be paid by first taking the money from somebody else. We have to consider the, the morality of the environment and these, these benefits and these social programs. After all, you know, the progressives will say, look at the tremendous help that, we are, that we're providing to these people, all the compassion that we have, so much that we're even willing to, to play Robin Hood. So, yes, while we are making some lives people easier, perhaps, we're also trapping people in poverty mm-hmm. right and we we put people in subsidized housing for example and then and they realize that if they go out and get a better job oh, or if they get a raise they might lose their benefits so where is the morality there why would we do that you know we can't be like Woodrow Wilson and say and when we're campaigning say look don't pay any attention to our results but please give us credit for our good motives right Woodrow Wilson tried to get reelected on his good intentions, and we need to call people out on that. Actually, we need to stop harming our, our most vulnerable citizens. 
And I think this is really how we can get to the hearts of our neighbors, the people who we need to, we need to convince. So instead of dep- depriving people of opportunities, point to the harm that's being done by these policies. Your compassion doesn't outweigh the damage that you're causing, and, and anybody pushing these things really ought to be ashamed. And one of the favorite buzzwords on the other side now is equity. Look at who is being hurt the most. Why would you harm people of color? Why would you hurt you know, single mothers, for example? Why would you hurt the, the people who are the most vulnerable? So I, I really think that we need to hold our leaders to account that way. We need to convince our citizens that way using those types of arguments. And one more plug for caucus, that is the best way to get started doing that. Okay, it is time for everybody to get involved, do our civic duty. Marshall Dawson, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Uh, Same to you. On the line with us is Lauren Levy. He is a great sponsor of uh, both the Kim Munson Show and America's Veteran Stories. He's a specialist in the mortgage arena. He works with a lot of different companies, so he can certainly help you um, get the the mortgage or the refinance or the reverse mortgage that works for you. Lauren Levy, welcome to the show. Good morning, Kim. Okay, I saw that the Fed said that they're going to be raising interest rates for a little while. What's going on with that? You're you're our Federal Reserve expert. Yeah, so there's just some question. There's there's basically no doubt that in their March meeting they're going to raise rates. The question is, some of them are hinting at a quarter percent. Some of them are hinting at a half percent. And it's just a matter of how fast they go. Really, is 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 the only question. So how's the market reacting to this? So. I mean, we've seen the 10-year Treasury get close to 2% and actually bump over it, and then now it's back in the 190s. You know, we've been talking about this for a long time, you and I, Kim. This is the highest mortgage rates have been since 2019, but then they came back down due to some other cause, and we'll see if Ukraine or anything like that has any type of influence. But, you know, rates are going back up. We're starting to see some people, I think, enter the buying market to try to purchase a home while rates are still low. Um, So that's been good. But, um, you know, you and I have said many times, take advantage of opportunities while they're there. Rates are still low, relatively speaking, but not as low as they used to be. That's just the truth. They still are low, as you mentioned, relatively speaking. So if you look look over the last year, yes, they've gone up. But if you look historically, they're still pretty low. So there's still opportunity with a new mortgage or a refinance. And I know you do a lot in the reverse mortgage arena as well. And that's important because the whole family, everybody involved needs to understand the reverse mortgage. You need to really work with somebody like you who who knows what you're doing. What's your phone number, Lauren Levy? Uh, best way to call is called 303-880-8881. Again, that's Lauren Levy with Polygon Financial Group, 303-880-8881. Lauren, we'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, Kim. Okay. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll continue with Rick Rome. With the federal government printing money, it looks like inflation is on the horizon. That is why you should lock in a low rate now on your mortgage. Lorne Levy with Polygon Financial Group is here to help. Lorne works with a variety of lenders to assist you in finding the mortgage that is just right for you. Locking in a low rate now will save you thousands of dollars over the life of your loan. Don't procrastinate. Don't wait any longer. Call Lauren today at 303-880-8881. That's 303-880-8881. Would you have ever dreamed that freedom of speech, freedom of thought, 
freedom of assembly, and freedom of religion would be under assault and attack in America? Unbelievably, it is happening right before our eyes. That is why it is important to keep free-thinking, independent voices on the airwaves, the Internet, and social media. Kim Munson is one of those important voices. Help her keep independence alive. Go to KimMunson.com to contribute to join Kim in the battle of ideas raging in America today. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out my website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson dot com as well. And thank you to all of you who join us, support us, greatly appreciated. In studio with me, and, and Liberty Toastmasters is one of my, my great partners, and uh, is our, our president of Liberty Toastmasters Denver. That's Rick Rome. And it's great to have you as a partner, and I love this day. Kim, it is so much fun to be here on Toastmasters <laughs> Day, and it's so much fun to go to Toastmasters, quite honestly. It's where we learn to articulate these ideas and thoughts that are all from within ourselves. Our next speaker... Okay is Mr. Jeffrey Reeves, who's a member of our Denver Club. Jeffrey, we're talking about the right to violate rights and wondered what your thoughts were on that topic. I think I'll become a Democrat so I can do that. Pot <laughs> 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 uh, no, I, I have uh, I have a thought about that. Um, it has to do with the preamble of the Constitution in one particular uh, clause in there. Uh, the, 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 the way it seems that the federal folks are violating our rights and impinging upon them, if not violating them, is through uh, the, the interpretation of the uh, one clause, which is promote the general welfare. Mm. Uh, the preamble is actually, and I did quite a bit of research on the legal side of this, it was actually sort of a read-before-opening statement this you would find on a, on a product that you received. Um, and it's a warning to the president, the Congress, and the courts. It doesn't deny them latitude. In fact, uh, no legal argument relative to the Constitution has ever relied exclusively on uh, a clause from the preamble. But it does limit their authority and reach. So it's not specific. There's no can or can't clause. There's no have-to clause. But what I like to do when I'm analyzing things is, is look at the words and see what they mean. So I went to the dictionary, and I, I pulled up the three words, promote, general, and welfare. Uh, the word promote, first meaning, to advance in station, rank, or honor. There's another one. Where did that go? Um, To raise, to change, blah, 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 blah. Hey, this is okay. Uh, and then general, excuse me, uh, involving applicable to or affecting the whole. Okay. And and welfare is the state of doing well, especially in respect to good fortune, happiness, and well-being or prosperity. What the what this clause doesn't say is ensure, guarantee, provide. Mm. Uh, promise it's promote it's it's to put forth as here's a good idea uh, it's the general welfare it's the whole not 
broken down to individuals. Right. And it's welfare. It's uh, the state of doing well, especially in respect to good fortune, happiness, well-being, or prosperity. So the, the net net of it is, for goodness sakes, that the, the Congress, the president, and the um, courts um, throughout our history, but especially in, in progressively quote-unquote, to a much greater degree since Woodrow Wilson started this whole thing going. Um, they've, they've interpreted that promote as provide, as deliver, as mm-hmm. ensure, guarantee, promise. And it's, that's, not, that's not what the founders meant. And you can read the Federalist Papers and you'll, you'll get a feeling that maybe they, they kind of might have thought about that a little bit. But if you read the uh, the opposition, the non-federalists' uh, a response to some of the concepts in the Federalist Papers, you will find out that there was a pretty good dichotomy between the, the folks who wrote the Constitution, um, and there, there was a significant attempt, the, the Bill of Rights being the, the first, to make sure that the federal government didn't... Uh, Overreach, but it's done that, and so that's that's where the uh, they seem to have taken upon themselves, given themselves the right to violate our rights. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Okay, <laughs> Jeffrey, thank you so much. There's some real nuggets of wisdom in there. Greatly appreciate it. Great. And our next guest, our next speaker, is a member of the Liberty Toastmasters North Club. That's Greg Morrissey. Greg, we're talking about right to violate rights and the difference between rights and entitlements. The, um, some of the research I did on this was the uh, what's a right and what's an entitlement. And then I found out that, did you know that uh, Social Security is an entitlement, not a right? And then I started doing more research and come to realize the vast majority of people don't know what their rights are. They're focused on entitlements, not rights. Uh-huh. And we, again, go back to my favorite subject is the Constitution. <laughs> And we're talking about all these people that get elected. Before they get elected, like I've said in the past, uh, you shouldn't be able to graduate high school unless you pass your test on the Constitution. Before you get elected, you have to pass the test on the Constitution. I think that would be a great bill to have. Boy, that would uh, that would change things significantly, Greg. <laughs> yeah, it would. But then I thought people need to realize they're viewing... Um, all the focuses on Social Security and my entitlements, not focusing on my rights and what the rights are as we as a people and we as a nation of the USA. And the way to change that is going to be somehow, some way, through the Democratic Party, through people, I think people are paying more attention now to policies, to change it, to be aware, to have that knowledge, and to realize those rights weren't given, they were earned. That is an excellent point. I and I agree. I think we really we as a country we need to have an honest conversation about Social Security. You you've really nailed on something and and taking from one person to give to another is not compassionate. We say that all the time. Any final thoughts on, on anything, Greg? I would encourage all your listeners and all the people to please study the Constitution, 
study the Declaration of Independence, know your history, and even though those documents are so-called back a few, quite a few years, they are still important and still viable today. Get to know them and practice them, and that's our future. Absolutely. Greg Morrissey, thank you so much. Yep, the Magna Carta goes back a few years, too, and it was quite a document as well. As, so, well, And it doesn't take long to read all of these. <laughs> exactly. Our next speaker is my uh, cohort up in the, Dem- the Liberty Toastmasters North Club, is, and she's the president of that club, Terry Goon. Terry, we're talking about the right to violate rights. Good morning, Rick. So one thing I wonder is how I can be so riled up and upset about Canada, yet 65% of Democrats here in the States think that these actions are okay. And, and the same question might be asked about our own January 6th protesters. I personally believe that people who are not grounded in something like faith or family or their own principles will look around, see what others are, de- and see what others are doing to determine what's right or wrong. They don't consider God or any moral, you know, compass to determine this. They just look around, see what others are doing. I listen to our own city council meeting up here in Longmont, and regularly hear them suggest that Longmont should do something just because Boulder's doing it. Oh boy! And in Boulder. <laughs> Yeah, and in Boulder County itself, there is a a consortium of cities that look to see what each other are doing and try to, you know, kind of work together. It sounds kind of like that Colorado Municipal League that Mm -hmm. you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And then Boulder County itself looks across the state to see about mask mandates, that sort of thing. They find power in community versus in individual rights or the Constitution or basic laws or principles of any kind. So you see it here in Boulder County, clearly, but then you can take a look nationally. Canada watched as the American people decided they were okay with American citizens being locked up and their finances frozen for being at that rally that turned into a mob. Why? Well, because those in power called it an insurrection. No one had a weapon, so this is a pretty terrible insurrection, yet 778 people have been charged with mostly trespassing, and 50 to 100 people are still in jail. Yet somehow we're fine with this. The government says they thwarted an insurrection, so measures must be taken. Canada looks around, sees that even Americans are okay with the violation of rights as long as it's marketed correctly. So they call their protest, which was a rally against vaccine mandates by truckers, a white nationalist insurrection, emergency measure, and confiscate trucks and freeze bank accounts. And that's how it's done for people who have no moral compass. You look around, you see what others are doing, and you follow suit. So I, I constantly struggle with the concept of natural rights. As far as I can see, the only rights we have are those we insist upon. So it's great to see people continuing to insist. Australians don't have rights. Canadians don't have rights. And Americans are losing their rights as those in power decide, well, those people across the border are getting away with it, so we can too. The one thing we have is the right to bear arms. And You know, right now, our own government is concerned enough about that not to surpass our own threshold for their interference. If we insist upon our rights, we will keep them. Well, and Terry, somebody said rights are like muscles. You need to exercise them so that you can keep them. So, Terry Goon, thank you so much. Again, you're president of Liberty Toastmasters North, and you meet the second and fourth Saturdays of each month, correct? That's correct. At 10 o'clock in the morning at the American Legion up here in Longmont. And uh, highly recommend, and we love guests at both uh, Liberty Toastmasters North and Liberty Toastmasters Denver. Terry Goon, thank you so much. 
Thank you, Kim. Take care. Rick, we're going to go to break. Before we do that, another great sponsor of this show is Castlegate Knife and Tool. And they're a family-owned business. They're located in Sedalia, Colorado. And they have, they've been getting all kinds of investing in all kinds of inventory. And so whether or not you're a chef or a collector or a sportsman, be sure and check them out. And that great website is castlegate.com. Castlegate.com. We'll be right back with Rick Rome. Three Points Financial is a fiduciary financial planning company focused on helping individuals and families. Mary Alpers and Steve Cruz at Three Points Financial specialize in investment strategies, tax planning and preparation, and retirement planning with no product sales or commissions. Tax laws have changed and will continue to change. Inflation is real. Three Points Financial helps you maneuver through these changes to achieve your financial success. For clarity and a solid, relevant financial and investment plan, while working with a company that puts your interests at the forefront, schedule a no-obligation initial consultation at threepointsfinancial.com. That's threepointsfinancial.com. You'd like to get in touch with one of Kim Munson's sponsors, but you can't recall their phone number. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, kimmunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Americans Veteran Stories with Kim Munson, Sunday afternoons at 3, here on KLZ 560 AM and KLZ 100.7. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through this lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. In studio studio with me is Rick Rome. He is president of Liberty Toastmasters Denver. It's our Liberty Toastmasters Day, and boy, I I have nuggets of just gold right here and things. So I'm sure we've got two more here. It truly is gold. And today, our next speaker is going to be Bill Vetter. And Bill, he's a longtime member of the Denver Club. Bill, today we're talking about uh, rights first, the right to violate rights and the difference between entitlements and rights, and wondered what your thoughts were. Well, good morning, Rick and Kim. It's always a pleasure to speak uh, as a Liberty Toastmaster on your show. This morning, I would like to address your first question. Is there a right to violate rights? The answer to that question is exquisitely simple. No, <laughs> absolutely not. There is no right to violate the rights of others. This is true of individuals, and although now it is routinely ignored, it's true for the state. Federal, state, and local governments have absolutely no right to violate your rights. However, of course, the purpose of government is to protect the rights and property of those within its jurisdiction. If you do not respect the rights of others, then you become subject to the justice system of established government. That's what police, courts, fines, and punishment are for. But the government's justice system has definite limits. In order to deprive someone of their life, liberty, or property, both the courts and the police have to use procedures designed to protect accused people from fraud or error. These forms and procedures are what is called due process. Our Constitution took those requirements as givens. The Bill of Rights explicitly underlined them. Due process includes both the correctness of the law and the procedures that both the police and courts must follow. 
laws that violate the Constitution are unjust and cannot form the basis of depriving someone of their life, liberty, and property. In the 244 years since our Declaration of Independence, the concept of due process has been degraded. As of now in the 21st century, due process can be swept away if there is an emergency. Although the Constitution does not have an exception for emergencies, politicians and bureaucrats have usurped the power to do whatever they think necessary to address an emergency. In their view, they may violate your rights with impunity when they decide there is an emergency. With the public health emergency of the COVID pandemic, people convicted of no crimes whatsoever were subjected to virtual house arrest. Legitimate businesses deemed non-essential were closed, depriving their owners and employees of a, li- of a livelihood. The right of physicians to practice medicine as their oaths and knowledge dictated was subordinated to government control. The right to assemble, the right to move freely, the right to worship together, indeed, even the First Amendment right to free expression. All these rights were suspended, violated. And now in our neighbor to the north, Canada, the government has elevated itself above the law without any pretense of respecting due process. It's usurped the power to seize the bank accounts, investments, and retirement payments of the truckers who peacefully assembled in Ottawa to protest vaccine mandates and anyone who supported them. No trial, only accusation. No confrontation of witnesses, no attorneys, no jury, no conviction, no appeal, no recovery. The emergency wasn't even an epidemic. It was about the government's anger at free people objecting to the usurpations of the prime minister and his enablers with vaccine mandates. All of these things are violations of the people's rights. By declaring the people protesting or even just giving them coffee as criminals, they were effectively stripped of all protections that the rule of law applied to due process is supposed to assure. It has happened there. It can happen here. And in my opinion, it will happen here unless a substantial portion of we the people stand up for it and end it. Well said, Bill Vetter. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. Rick Rome, our last fellow Liberty Toastmaster. Who is that? Our last our last speaker today is Dave Walden, a member of the North Club. And Dave, again, we're talking about the right to violate rights. What are your thoughts, my friend? Well, good morning, Kim. Good morning, Rick. Um, I'm trying to think of, or I've been trying to think of what I might say in three minutes. In specific answer to the question, let me just say at the beginning that the first question, can rights be violated? Can the right to, do, do you have the power to to uh, violate rights and the answer that I would pose even though it may sound as though I'm disagreeing I'm not I'm agreeing completely with Bill and Anthony and and those before me Um, I respectfully submit that in seeking the answer you're asking you you're posing the wrong question I would ask it in this manner can individuals violate the right of others and the answer is yes they can However, should any of us be permitted to do so? And that is no. Criminals violate rights by definition. Uh, 
uh, a society's penal code violates their rights in response. So the bottom line is, is that no one should be able to violate rights, whether they be an individual, a small mob, or the government, which is a large mob. Now, as to the second question, the difference between a right and an entitlement, a right is a moral concept. An entitlement is a legal one. Further, a right imposes no positive obligation on others, save to abstain from violating said right. An entitlement does impose a positive obligation on others, the obligation to provide that to which it is claimed they are entitled. Finally, an individual right serves as the foundation for a socioeconomic system of freedom. An entitlement serves as the foundation for one of slavery. So even though I'm in my 78th year and I receive Social Security and Medicare, um, and those are called entitlements, I have no right to those. Because at the root of that claimed right is an obligation it imposes on someone else to provide it to me. And rights cannot be provided by any to any. They can only be recognized and the choice made to abstain from violating them. Uh, any further interest in the rights of your audience, Kim? Uh, the book Capitalism, the Unknown Ideal uh, by Ayn Rand contains a section on man's rights. And if uh, a further interest, you cannot hardly find a definition of rights. And in that book, you do. Uh, so I would urge anyone that has an interest in rights to simply go to that book and read that chapter, Man's Rights, because that is the most succinct definition and precise I have ever found. And again, the name of the book, uh, Dave? Capitalism, the Unknown Ideal. Okay. Dave Walden, thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. Rick Rome, we got a couple of minutes. How do you want to wrap this up? Well, you know, the one thing that struck me out of the, all of our speakers today is we're talking about the balance of power and the fundamental responsibilities of the three three branches of government. Those have been eroded to a place where it becomes acceptable to start to violate civil rights, civil liberties. So we have a, a, a judiciary that legislates from the bench. We have a legislature that refuses to act and allows the judiciary to take those roles. We have a federal uh, federal government that's at, at all levels, state, county, and, and federal, where they're taking emergency actions as an ability to usurp your rights or otherwise put on suspend your ability to freely assemble, uh, worship, uh, run your business, raise your families. All of these things are, are under assault right now, and, it, and it's done so under the guise of a pandemic. It has been remarkable, but I, I, I'm one of the positives is I could feel all of this percolating. This mm-hmm. uh, this taking of our rights was percolating underneath the surface. Now we see it. We see it up there with Canada. Um, we have not given the website. How can people find Liberty Toastmasters? Toastmasters.org. We've been saying Toastmasters the entire time. Go to the Google machine. Go to Toastmasters.org. Uh, Toastmasters. Or DuckDuckGo. <laughs> or DuckDuckGo. Even better. Um, look. 
find find a club or do Liberty Toastmasters North, Liberty Toastmasters Denver. It'll get you to the same place. Okay. We're pretty easy to find. First and third Saturday in Denver, second and fourth in in uh, Longmont. And I actually had a listener that uh, emailed me and said every candidate should take should go to Liberty Toastmasters. And I know a lot of us think that we're I, I don't need that, but I realize I do need that, and I learn so much. And so. Uh, be humble and come join us and learn and you can listen and speak it's all great stuff the the more i do it the more i realize that i really truly need it (laughs) exactly rick rome thanks so much for being here wonderful kim and and thank you for having us Uh, it's been a joy as always it's it's a great day our quote for today is calvin coolidge one of my favorite quotes if all men are created equal that is final if they are endowed with inalienable rights that is final If governments derive their just powers from the consent of the governed, that is final. No advance, no progress can be made beyond these propositions. So my friends today, be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you, and God bless America. Cry, but tell them if I don't say.